Hey, church family, welcome back to the Deep End of Pastor Joby Martin podcast. I'm your host, Allie Parsons, and we have been in a series called Rescue Mission. Pastor Joby says it all the time that when we're rescued, we become a part of the rescue team. And this whole series has been sitting and talking with our friends and partners who are doing their part on the rescue team out in our community, around the country, and around the globe. It has been such a fun series. And we are closing it out today with an amazing conversation with our partner, Biddy and Bose. Biddy and Bose is a coffee shop. And if you're wondering, why do I care about a coffee shop? This is a special one. Their mission statement is that they're a human rights movement disguised as a coffee shop. Lissy will unpack what that means more, um, but they just exist to advocate and lift up and empower and support people with special needs. It is a conversation you do not want to miss. Um, you will love people more after listening to this. So here it is. Welcome to Deepen with Pastor Joby Martin. The Church of 1122 is a movement for all people to discover and deepen a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we're praying this message helps you deepen your relationship with Him. Now let's dive in. Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Deep End Podcast. It is the last week of Rescue Mission. And I have to say, I'm kind of sad that we're not going to be talking to our partners every week. It's been so fun to hear and learn more about what our incredible people are doing in our community and beyond. Uh, We've talked, we've really covered the gamut in topics this series. We have covered human trafficking, rescuing children from poverty, abortion healing, the power of discipleship in hard places, and now we close with just a ray of sunshine. We are gonna talk about loving, caring, empowering, fighting for our friends with special needs. And before I introduce our incredible guest today, Pastor Joby, where did your heart, our heart as a church come from to just fight and care for our families with children with special needs and people with special needs? Yeah, that's a great question. Before I answer that though, a part of the reason we have the partners that we do have around the city and around the world is it's really strategic from our point of view because um, oftentimes you can like drift off mission pretty seriously by trying to be the expert in all things. And there's other people in your community that are already doing a great job mm-hmm. there. So part of what we've done in highlighting our partners is we are trying to be really good at doing and being the church and then just partner with our people who God has called mm-hmm. to do all the things that you just mentioned. And so that's yeah. something to not be missed. For sure. <clears throat> um, my heart, which led to our heart for caring for and knowing the special needs community, it was a bit of a journey. Um, I would say that theologically, I was probably dialed in that every single human being on the planet is an image bearer of God. God doesn't make mistakes. We do live in a broken world. There will be a day where we're all, everybody that loves Jesus is going to be skipping on the streets of gold and nobody walks with a swagger or a limp. And so I knew all of that in my head and theologically. And then quite honestly, when I would encounter people with special needs and kind of depending on the severity, I was one of those people that just didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I had the right feelings. I just didn't know what to do. What do you say? What do you do? do? Then I got to know two guys that are members of our church. One you probably know well and the other maybe not. A guy named Eric Dillenbeck, who now works for Governor DeSantis and his like faith engagement department, which says a lot about our governor that he started that department. So he's a deacon at our church. <clears throat> and he, at that point, ran the Tim Tebow Foundation. And so Timmy comes to our church too. And they invited us to partner with Night to Shine. And I signed up to be on the red carpet. And honestly, a part of the reason that I signed up is because, this sounds terrible, most of the places I go these days 
I'm being clapped for not doing the clapping. You know what I mean? Like I'm a guest speaker somewhere and I walk in and everybody's like, there he is. Okay. And I thought, how cool would it be for me just to be in the crowd, just clapping people? Okay. So that whole night as I see these kids come in and by kids, it's anybody with a, it's not a child, you know, it's just whatever age. <clears throat> and in case you're not familiar with Night to Shine, I know y'all are. Mm-hmm. It's a prom for guys and girls with special needs. And it's awesome. And um, the Tebow Foundation really brought it to Jacksonville. 1122 grabbed onto it. It's worldwide. It's awesome. And I just thought, why are we not doing this at church all day, every day? You know? And uh, it just smelled like Jesus to me. I just felt like if Jesus was walking around, he'd be at night to shine. He'd be right here clapping for kids, right? (laughs) And so... That's when I came home and said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to roll out the red carpet. I just stole the language from, from Night to Shine. We're going to roll out the carpet to families with kids with special needs. And that's when we hired Cat. That's when we, it was during the One Initiative. Mm-hmm. And we're a movement for all people and all means all. And um, I also found out that, I mean, look, man, that's hard enough for any family to get to church. And then you add into that the complexities of getting somebody ready with special needs, et cetera. So we, we started that what, like three or four years ago, which has been incredible. And then what happens as you get to know this community and they grow up and they age out of your kids' program stuff, right? Um, And even though there's not like a hardcore stop at the top, but then we get into the reality of what are we going to do for these like VIPs here at our church as they become adults? Mm -hmm. And we began to hear about Biddy and Bose. And uh, that's how I met these guys. And I was so silly. I was at a book launch in <laughs> San Marco Bookstore. And you guys February were- February 12th. We were the first ones in that. <laughs> you remember? <She> remembers. <laughs> I remember the day. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember a buddy of mine gave me a ride to it. And uh, he, he was on staff with us, Jeff, Got- Jeff Gottman. I'm like, bro, this might take eight minutes, okay? Nobody's going to be here to sign these books. Wrong. It'll be fine. I know. And I show up and there's like a lot. <laughs> And you guys are there, and you got your biddies and bow shirt on. And I was like, "We know this company. We we want to. Do you know them?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we kind of do." So with that, maybe you would introduce. Yeah, sure. So that's a great segue to introduce our guests. We have Lissy and Howard here, and their son Trip, who we may see a little bit later. But um, you all started Biddy and Bows in Jacksonville franchise, and um, I love this because as I was doing some research ahead of time, um, Biddy and Bows is a coffee shop. But the tagline right when you get to their website is "Human Rights Movement Disguised as a Coffee Shop," which wow. I just love that. So um, tell us just about. Your journey and about Trip, like we want to know about him, and then how you got to this point where you knew God was calling you to open up Biddy and Bose. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, thank y'all for having Howard and I. Um, my journey started when, um, let's see, Trip is 16, so he was diagnosed with autism just before his third birthday. I had an inkling when he was like 14 months old, but his father and I, you know, you know, he's just a boy. So, anyway, long story short, um, after his diagnosis, it was just full on Trip therapies, uh, ABA, speech therapy, OT, PT. Um, so that's when, where my uh, love and caring for these individuals came from because I remember how people would look at us, you know, and when they're little, they're cute. And as they get older, they're not quite so cute when they're misbehaving. I can remember being at Target and this lady made a snide remark, you know, why don't you learn how to control your child? And I just thought, you know, my child, he doesn't necessarily have a visible 
disability, like some others that might be in a wheelchair, if they have Down syndrome or things like that. But we're all, I mean, God created us all. Like like you said, Jebby, and I always told my students this, like God does not make any mistakes. (laughs) So go through all that. And then um, 1122, when I first started going here, there was one small little room that was special needs. And that was my one and a half, let's say, hour a week that was mine. Wow. That I knew that, like, if Trip said something inappropriate, that I was not going to be uninvited or asked, you know, hey, we just can't have you back. Because that had happened at schools, mm-hmm. that had happened in play groups and things like that. So we, I was just kind of used to that. So that was what really, you know, started my journey in special needs and then involving 1122. And then I became a special education teacher. And so I did that. And so when Biddy and Bo started franchising um, about two years ago, I told Howard, I said, Howard, this is something that we have to do. And Howard was enjoying playing golf a lot. (laughs) And so anyway, um, I love what he says. Their their passion is, their mission is my path. Say it, what do you? Their Their mission mission is my passion, yes, which is special needs. And just to your point, Joby, um, you know, you see individuals with special needs and are you scared of them? You don't know what to say. And depending on the severity of it, you know, I mean, it's, I think it's a human, you know, we just don't Mm. know how to, but they, they, they're just like us. They want to be accepted just like us. They, they, you know, they might have other developmental disabilities and cognitive issues going on, but they're just like us and their families are too. And to be accepted is, is, is all that they want. Well, I think that it's an area that a whole bunch of people in our church have deepened their relationship with Jesus. Because now what happens to me, whether I'm at Walmart or wherever, man, if I see someone with special needs or a family with a kid with special needs, I go straight to them now because I almost feel like I've been trained mm-hmm. by our folks here and by so many members of our church that are, I mean, they're, just, they're part of our church and they just happen to have special needs and I love them and they love me and... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel so much better equipped it's true. just to engage with, with all people. It's true. And they really are so special. And we're talking a wide range. I mean, it's almost hard to blanket it as people with special needs because within that, I mean, you just have so many different scenarios and spectrums of that. And But for me, I experienced when I was 18, right after I graduated high school, I went to a camp called Camp Promise and I was a buddy and everyone got paired with someone with special needs and it was a camp designed for them to, it kind of like night to shine, but for a week, designed for them to just have fun in a safe environment. And we're there to care for this person and make sure that they have everything they need. And um, I got assigned to this woman named Becky Frank. I will never forget it. And she was 35, um, but they said it was around the mental age of about a six-year-old. And they told me right when I got there, I mean, I'm 18. And they said, you'll have to, you know, change her diaper. You'll have to dress her um, to carry her to the bathroom. She has to hold on to you the whole time. And I laid there in bed that night like, I have to go home. I, I don't know what to do. I am scared. I've never experienced something like this. And by the end of the week, Becky had changed my life forever. And I honestly believe that our people with special needs is an expression of God's love, so pure, so innocent. She never looked at me. She didn't care what I looked like, how old I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. She looked at me with love 
no matter what I was doing. And always with grace, always. And she called me Sparky randomly. No idea why. I guess what you're going to call from now on, Sparky. And, yeah, and, I, and I'll never forget this one moment. It's like three o'clock in the morning. She had um, wet the bed and we were cleaning her up. And maybe I was showing frustration or tiredness. And she just put her hand on my arm and said, you okay, Sparky? And I just, I don't know, I experienced God's love in a way I had really never seen before. It really changed me as an 18-year-old and made me realize the importance of valuing these humans just like us and that God really sent them to us as this picture of uninhibited love and no filter. We talked before this, no filter. They just tell you, they're like, your hair looks weird. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Um, So it really is, it's so important. It's so amazing that our church has put such a value on this group of special people because they really bring so much more to us than we even can bring to them. So tell us about Biddy and Bose. Uh, we're a franchise here in Jacksonville. So tell us how the idea got started. And then um, again, why why specifically did Biddy and Bose speak to you two years ago that you were like, this is what we need to do? Well, they started in 2016 in Wilmington, North Carolina, um, Ben and Amy Wright, and they have four children. Their two youngest are Biddy and Bo, and they have Down syndrome. Um, and um, they started out just in a small 500-square-foot shop in Wilmington and then grew. And then during COVID, they started thinking about franchising. So they had that time to think about franchising because everything was shut down. So they now have what, I think we were the 14th store to open, only one in 15th, only one in Florida. Um, So yeah, they're just, they're popping up. Um, But we employ, we have 31 people on our payroll. And yeah, and they, uh, 26, Seven have some sort of IDD, which stands for intellectual or developmental disability, and um, it is just it is just the coolest place. Mm. I mean, it's really neat. But that that was their you know for their children, you know, and um, to to change the lens and way in the way that people view people with disabilities, and it's a human rights movement disguised as a coffee shop. And where is know? it located exactly? It is located <laughs> a couple doors down from where you signed your book um, <laughs> in the San Marcos Square in Jacksonville. So everyone and go there everyone immediately. Go. And your hours <laughs> yes. are? Our hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 to 6. That's great. Yes. Amazing. So how's it been going? You're it's in week four, great. right? Yeah. yeah four, uh, it'll be Saturday will be our four-week birthday. Yeah. And is it a whirlwind? It is. Are you sleeping? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, I mean, it isn't a great. It's so much fun. I mean, I walk in in the morning and no one's there. I'm like, where are our friends? Mm. When are they coming? But they come in and y'all, I mean, <laughs> they're so... And not, I mean, it's, you You know, like Howard always says, you know, you get the employee, but you get the family. Mm-hmm. We had our holiday party on Monday night. San Marco Theater across the street from us was so gracious to, to host us. Mm. And I mean, it's only been, you know, at that point, three weeks. And the acceptance among the kids, which they're not kids, like you said, but I still call them kids, but just because <laughs> of the teacher mentality sure. too, you know, but, you know, come sit with us. I mean, it didn't matter, girl, boy, what their challenges were. Come on, come sit over here. Not any judge and like, oh, look at his shoes, you know, mm-hmm. there's none of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just come as you are. And it's just, I said, Disney doesn't have anything on us. We're the happiest Amen. place I on love earth. that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So Howard, what were your thoughts when she came to you? In the middle of the night, no, I don't know, um, and woke you up and said, "We're opening this coffee shop." Well, I, I told her, "Well, I guess we'll be spending your inheritance you know, <laughs> to open a coffee shop." But that's a true story. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I have a little tickle. No worries. But it was um, having been around her at that time for about six years. Uh, we started dating, and then we got married three and a half years ago. But I learned a lot about people with special needs through her son Trip. Mm. 
and uh, he's just incredible, <clears throat> smart. So my experience with special needs people was just where I grew up in Alabama, I never encountered any of them. And even in my business career in Jacksonville, uh, very few families that I know that had uh, special children. Uh, so when she came to me, I said, well, it is your passion, so let's go for it. So we looked into it. We uh, signed the agreement and announced the uh, start of our franchise August of 21 mm-hmm. and took us all this time oh, to wow. find the perfect spot, build it out, and get it up operational. So, but uh, I, I have to say I wasn't extremely excited in, in the beginning, yeah. but that has changed <clears throat> in the last four weeks. Mm. And they love Howard. Where's Howard if he walks in? Aww. You know, and then I love you, Miss Lucy. Where's Howard? Um, but yeah, I mean, it was totally a God thing, and I say this all the time, but mm. February 12th when Joby was ever uh, re- signing your book, and um, we were the first in line, so excited, and and then uh, walked down and saw that this place happened to just be a burned out. No way. Yeah, and Sweet. it was available. Yeah, so it truly, I mean, wow. it was like a God thing, February 12th. Yeah, February 12th. You really couldn't have a better location. No, I mean, no, no, no. no. And that's just, where we wanted to be. That is such a God thing. But, uh, you know, so, I mean, it all worked out. So thanks for signing your book that You're day. welcome. So, so yeah. I think, I think um, Howard mentioned something that I think Christians often have the wrong perspective on. Oftentimes, what Christians think is, I have to wait till I have a heart for a thing and then go do that thing. Mm. And oftentimes, God doesn't give you a heart for it until you go and do it and see it. You know, like I didn't have a heart for global missions until I went, you know, and I'm in East Africa and I see those kids. And now we sponsor 17,000 compassion kids. I wasn't just at home and my heart was breaking for children in poverty. I went and saw it. Same thing when Howard goes and he sees and experiences it. And it's in the experience that God gives you a heart for the for the things that he's called you to do. Right. So, And you say yes anyways, because yeah, you know man. it smells like Jesus, like you said. So you just go. Even if you don't feel it in the moment, you're like, I know, I'm going to say yes, and then my heart will catch up with me if Which it is, needs to. That's what happened to me on the red carpet at the Night to Shine, man. Sure. I did not, it was not a strategic plan of our church to right. start a special needs ministry. It was not. It was, right. I got invited by Eric Dillenbeck and Tim Tebow to come and be a part of this thing, and then I saw it, and you can't unsee it. No. Mm. You can't unexperience right. it. And then you know, well, we have a church and I said that we're a movement for all people and all means all. And here's some people that a lot of places don't have room for. You know, you got you, you mentioned that you have been uninvited to some places. Um, we, we deal with that a little bit, but the other way, mm-hmm. we've had families that will come up after a service and they have like their special needs kid there that got loud or something. And they're like, we're so sorry. We will. And we're like, no, 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 no problem. No problem. You are welcome here. In fact, there's some there's some young men that are really special to my heart. Uh, one guy's named Henry, yeah, and uh, his dad's on staff with us. Mm-hmm. And whenever Henry is in town, he sits next to me on the front row and worships along. Cade is one of our worship leaders, 100%. but he worships from the front row. And um, and he, if our church could worship with half the energy that Cade has, sure. man, we would be. Much better. And in fact, his dad was like, do you need me to calm it down? I was like, no, actually, we reserve him a seat. We do. And you should see the tears in the eyes of the mom and dad because they have been uninvited from the front row of church before. And another's a young man named Michael. And I actually had the privilege of, of I baptized Henry and I baptized Michael. And um, he's just a two hands up front row worship leader guy. And, And I'm telling you, man, when I step up to do my thing, you know, there's some whatever, weightiness, 
pressure to it, and I see those guys going for it, man, and it, it helps me like crazy. Sure. So they, they mean a bunch for to sure. me. Because I think the special needs community in our church have ministered to us as a church every bit as much as maybe we've ministered for to sure. their families. Absolutely. So we've talked a lot about just all the light that – you know, people with special needs and all these efforts bring to us. But I can imagine that there are some hard days. Um, and so can you just invite us in behind the curtain a bit of what what is it like to raise a son with special needs? What is it like to manage employees that have differences that are not like other businesses that you that people run? What what is that like? Uh, a day in the life of trip is um <laughs> It's a trip. Um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, all, he's all the time. So Trip didn't start speaking until he was almost three. Okay. So he went through a phase where, you know, think about if you can't talk. Hmm. You know, how do you get people's attention? You throw things at them, hmm. you know? So shoes would be <laughs> thrown. Um, I remember our therapist said, you know, keep your knives on top of the fridge where he can't reach them. Anything to do to get your attention, you know, he had to get his needs met. And then you add the sensory issues. So clothing, um, things to be too tight, things feeling, you know, sheets. You have to look at every single thing to make sure, okay, am I going to have to cut the tag out of that? Is that material too rough? Mm. Uh, Food. Oh, Lord. Um, The sensory, the, you know, having that, you know, having something in your mouth that's kind of doesn't feel right and, you know, what happens and, you know, you have to deal with that. And then there are so many of those things that you get to the point where it's like, you know what, I'm packing a picnic to go out to dinner. Might as well stay home. Mm. So sure. that's what happens. You, start you end up almost. staying home and yeah. you get isolated. And not only is that detrimental for the the child, but the family. I mean, the parents need that support. Yeah. Um, and so I can remember, you know, my little mom's group saying, I remember I had an elephant. Uh, went to Alabama, but that's not why I had it out there. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I had an elephant on a table and I said, you know, let's get the elephant out of the room. Trip has autism. It's not contagious. And because, oh, yeah. you know, you think about that, you know, I mean, and that was 13 years ago. We've come a long way since yeah. then. But still, I mean, it was, it, it was exhausting, exhausting. And we were living up in Amelia Island at the time and um, nobody knew what it was. And, mm. you know, he wasn't talking. So why is he, you know, he's toehead, cute little thing, but why isn't he talking? So anyway, we had to make up for a lot of lost time and be careful what you wish for because he doesn't stop talking now. So, I mean, <laughs> glory to God for that, right? You yeah. know, you pray and you're, he answers your prayers. You just have to, to be patient, sure. but a patient. But, but our employees um, and my students, they're, they're all different. You know, it's like you meet one child with autism. You've met one child with autism. That's why it's called autism spectrum disorder. Sure. So, and same with the other, you know, individuals. We have uh, a good many of ours that have um, Down syndrome and... I mean, they're the greatest people on the face of the earth. I mean, they are so much fun. They are, aren't they? I mean, they're just, they're loving, uh, not all the time. You know, everybody has their moment. They're human. You know, it's the other thing you got to remember, they're human, Um, just like we are. They have their bad days. There are, you know, things that irritate them and things like that. And you just, it's only been four weeks, but I can kind of tell some of them, you know, might not need to schedule the two of them together. Mm -hmm. They tend to, you know, egg each other on, and then one gets irritated fast. I feel the same way with our staff. Yeah, I'm sure. Let's see. Exactly. They're not so different. (laughs) Exactly. They're not. I mean, just just different different needs Yeah. um, and different, you know, uh, accommodations and modifications that need to be made, but at the end of the day, they're all we're all made by the same God, Amen. you know. Yeah. So, can I ask? I just feel like 
you know, we do have so many families with kids with special needs in our church. And I don't know, I just feel like there are going to be some moms and dads listening to this podcast who haven't gotten, who are hearing you and thinking, I would love an hour and a half break, or I would, like, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm run down. I'm overwhelmed. They're in those early days. Can you just offer some encouragement to them? Don't give up. Mm. Don't give up. Your fruits, the fruits of your labor, labor will come to fruition. Um, and you'll be able to sit back and see your son or your daughter, you know, stand up there um, in a play. You will be able to see them get out of the car and you don't have to hold their hand and walk them into school. There will be a time when they tell you, bye, mom. Like they don't need you, hmm. you know. They they got this. That time will come, but it's 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 not easy, yeah. you know. But just don't isolate yourself. Um, you're not weird. You didn't do anything wrong. This is not. I mean, this has become the biggest blessing in my life. Yeah. Hmm. You know, to have to have trip. I always wanted to be a mom, and I can remember always praying, like God, give me give me one that that. And this sounds bad. That not everybody can handle. And Prayer and yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, but just don't give up, you know. Yeah, just and listen so to listen to, just pray, pray a lot, but just get involved. I mean, if you need that one hour, hour and a half, come here. I mean, for Pete's sake. I mean, that was seriously that saved me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was good. that time that I knew I'm safe here. He's safe. Yeah, and we're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'd like to reiterate. Um, you said that you haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Um, This is fully and finally settled in John chapter 9. The disciples are walking down the road, and there's a man born blind. And the disciples asked Jesus, who sinned this man or his parents that he would be born blind? So they are saying, we think this is punitive. Somebody did something wrong. Is it his fault or his parents? And Jesus clearly says, neither him nor his parents, but this man was born this way for the glory of God to be put on display. Amen. So when Jesus says it is finished at the cross, then he was punished for our sin. And this it is not punitive. Mm-hmm. But God creates every human being for God's glory. And so what you're saying about how God has used trip in your life is very, very similar to what happened in John chapter nine. Yeah, yeah. So good. And it also reminds me, <clears throat> the very, you know, we bought the retreat center two and a half, three years ago. The very first event we ever had there was a weekend getaway for parents with kids with special needs. And I wanted to make sure I was there. It was the first event we ever had. This is also near and dear to my heart. And and so I just I just uh, opened all the car doors for everybody that pulled up. And so people from all of our campuses were there, and I would open their door, and they would just start crying. Yeah. And they would just be like, we have not been away overnight mm-hmm. in. And they would talk about how long. And so Paul Williams, he runs the retreat. We do it annually. It fills up like really, really quickly. Sure. But, you know, maybe we need to do two or three of those yeah. a year. But it is, it's something special to us as a church. Yeah, it's so good. And that's so important, you know, back to your question, you know, to, to have that time, that respite time. Um, and to, to build a network of, your, you know, your, your people um, that you can count on. You know, hey, I've just, uh, uh, so-and-so had a terrible day at school. Can you just, mm-hmm. you know, I just, sometimes you just need 10 minutes yep. to sit in the backyard and just have quiet because, you, you know, you don't get a lot of quiet. Right. You know, mm-hmm. if there's, there's screen, there's tantrums, there's various mm-hmm. things going on. So, you know, that's, but just, it's just most important, just don't isolate yourself. Yeah, don't good. isolate. So what is your hope that Biddy and Bose accomplishes in our city? You know, every company and every individual 
deserves to have the opportunity to employ or to interact with someone with special needs. Mm-hmm. It will open up your heart, your eyes, your everything. You just see God. I mean, people walk into our shop and say, I feel Jesus in here. Mm. You know, I mean, we have people that walk in, they don't know, they've never heard of bidding bows. They walk in, they see everything on the walls and they see our employees and they kind of look around. And then this one lady, Howard, you can tell about this when she came in the other day. I mean, just bawling. Mm. I thought like, did somebody spill coffee on her? What's going <laughs> on? You know, and Howard went up and spoke to her and she was just, she could barely even talk. She was just so overcome. And People just thanking us, and we're like, "This is there's nothing to thank us for." I mean, this is a ministry, but this is needed. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville has needed this. Mm-hmm. Our people need this. Our families need this. Right. And uh, so, I just, I just pray that others follow suit and do the yeah. same thing. What about you, Howard? What would you say? Well, I would say just come and see what God's doing. Yep. At Biddy and Bose. Yeah. It's it's absolutely amazing. It's changed my life. Mm. From the first day we held the hiring fair. At the Arlington Campus. Arlington Campus. <clears throat> right. yeah. God Love grabbed that. me that day. Yep. He did. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell the story. Um, I think this is why we did uh, this uh, venture. Uh, last Friday, <clears throat> I was at the store. Uh, a family came in with probably 13 or 14-month-old twin with Downs. Oh, wow. Little girls. Just... <laughs> That steals your heart. Oh my god, so cute! Um, Not long after that, she had encountered a a gentleman the day before who'd seen our sign, came across the street, walked in, was taken by what he saw, and he started telling her about his seven-month-old or Mm ten-month-old son with Downs, and he was weeping. Mm -hmm. Um, He came in the next day, that Friday, while I was there. She introduced me to him, uh, and. Not even an hour after that, a lady comes in. She come, I was standing at the back with the pickup areas, and um, I could see her. She started weeping. Mm. And so she comes back. I'm not sure she even bought anything, but she was just bawling her eyes out. And so I just reached the paper napkin and handed it to her, and she wiped her face. And, but that's why we're doing what mm-hmm. we're doing. So good. It has such an impact on people. And it, it will change the way people see other people. So good. But just to do the work of God, you know, like our, our hands and feet are his while we're here on earth. And, you know, fortunately, Howard supported <laughs> this. And, and look at how you've been blessed. Yeah, I, can, I, I won't, but I want to say, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard her just say I'll say it. I told you so. <laughs> well, we look at it as a, uh, um, a ministry, sure. really. Um, and we're seeing that every day. Yeah. There's, there's, not that we need any more confirmation on why we did it, right. but <clears throat> um, that's why the, the money we spent, the time we spent, the hundreds of hours of renovating a burned-out shell. I tell mm-hmm. people we didn't have to change the color inside. We just had to freshen it up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, but uh, that's why we did it, and that's why so God good. put us in the place he has. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll have an impact on this city like, Nothing I've well, ever been involved in. That's right. And it won't be measured in dollars. No, that's right. So. Well, it's called the Deepen Podcast, and I say it all the time. The best way to deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ is help somebody else discover theirs. Yes. That's right. I mean, it has been my personal experience being a pastor for a long time mm-hmm. that there's been no greater deepening catalyst in my life than the responsibility of trying to help other people see and mm-hmm. meet Jesus. That's true. Yeah. I believe it. 
Mm-hmm. So true. Well, I think it's time to bring Trip on. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. He's so fun. Trip, do you want to come out here? Come on, Trip. Come on hey, around buddy. here. Okay. Hey, bud. So you are you an employee. Right right here. You stand right there. You're an employee at okay. Biddy and Bo's, right? Yes, ma'am. I'm, <laughs> I'm live. Okay. Just answer the question. So okay. what do you? What does that mean? What do you do? I do serve drinks to customers who are not strangers. Right. That's right. <laughs> all your friends. Right. All our I friends. I serve out customers for our friends and employees mm-hmm. and staff members and Biddy and Bo's are employees have special needs mm-hmm. or special education mm-hmm. because yes. Bo and Biddy have Down syndrome. That's right. It's yeah. an option with people after they realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Incredible. If Biddy and Bo were coming to the grand opening, they did come. You're they right. They did that was come cool. to the grand oh, opening. Oh yes, they were there. Wow. Long story short, Biddy and Bo were live from the broadcasting stations from multiple broadcasting stations. Correct. Like wow. Fox, CBS, right. NBC, ABC, and WJXT. And, and you were there too. And I was there on live on TV. I was with Sarah Come on, that's right. right. Oh, you got it. You yeah, got you it. Were. Every detail. That's right. I love every, got de- it, I like every detail. Every detail. Certain. Trip. What is your favorite thing to do for fun? I, well, I can remember when I was a kid. I've been going to the playground once. Okay. Riding my bike. It's more phys- karate. Yeah. I only do karate. You work. do karate? I do, I've been doing martial arts since I was a kid when I was six and a half years old. Sweet. I started pro martial arts. What belt color are you? I am brown belt. That's I right. You are. Wow. Brown belt. It's right. Good job. That's incredible. So do you like coffee? Do you drink it? I do not like coffee. <laughs> I like making coffee. <laughs> I, I do it. like making coffee. Yes. You make mine every morning I at home. I make your coffee every morning, so I make oh, my parents' coffee. You like do mom great. and dad making coffee. Right, yeah, exactly. love that. Yes. Love that. From a coffee machine from a K. Oh, a Keurig? Right. Yeah. From the Keurig coffee K-cup. machines from the manufacturer. Good. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about Keurig. Right, okay. We're in this podcast. We right? are in this <laughs> podcast. Yes, you're right. And we're so happy to have you. And we're so excited about Biddy and Bo's and all that you're doing there. And you serving coffee. It's just, it's a blessing to so many people. Oh, he wants to sit in your seat. <laughs> you better move out the way. Yeah, here you want to sit in mine. I just want to sit. In Come on. He wants to oh, sit. He wants goodness. the microphone. Pastor Joe, what I never tried in my I life. Know. Okay, let's try All it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal your mic, though, real quick. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that I think is really important about what Biddy and Bose is doing and what we do here at the church <laughs> is this, man. Like it is. every single human being is an image bearer of God and infinitely more valuable than any other part of creation. That's right. Because we're the only ones that God breathed the bruach of life into. And so you could take whoever the most severely special needs person is on the planet right now is infinitely more valuable than whatever the most valuable animal is. I looked it up a couple of years ago. It was a horse named Pegasus that was worth like (laughs) almost a billion dollars, literally, okay? And I'm telling you, every single human being on the planet, no matter where you were born or what you look like or what your abilities or disabilities are, because you bear God's image is infinitely more important than anything else on the planet. And guys like Tripp remind us of that all the time, right, buddy? He was the most yes, exciting sir. part of our show today. Yo, yeah, I think one of your favorite things to do might be record podcasts. I think so, I feel too. like you're really good Can I get at ready it. for this podcast? Get ready. You <laughs> might have a yeah. podcast in your future. That's right, yeah. Podcast with Trip. Hello, go. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Welcome to my... I've never been doing my podcast every once I've been in this podcast. I love it. Okay, we're going to talk about Biddy and Bo's, our <laughs> coffee shop that serves people with special needs from special education and many... People have 
disorders and disabilities that they serve, like from like they go to high school, from college, like they have yeah. their continuing education after they graduate, like Biddy and Bo, who both have Down syndrome. I love it because the co-founders Ben and Amy Wright, who are the owners of the Wilmington Coffee Shop, <laughs> that they the first one started in January of 2016. I think you got a career in yeah. commercials. almost seven I years think so ago. Too yeah. all the detail, all oh, the yeah. information. Oh, yeah. But I know all these details for yes. a fact. Or reason. Right. Yes, sure. And Good I'm job. experienced with making coffee to people who serve customers Good with job. care. Love and it. what I decide okay. in, my, in my <laughs> options. When I was a kid. Okay. Trip, I love what you're saying. And can we pray for you? Would that be okay? If Pastor I, Joby prays for you. Uh, Pastor Joby, can you get ready for the prayer? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm ready, bro. Uh, for, thanks so much for being here, guys. Yeah, Thank you truly. Trip, thank thanks you. for being here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Our good and gracious Heavenly Father. God, I thank you and I praise you that you've never made a mistake. Yeah. And uh, God, we do live in a broken world, but you sent your son, Jesus Christ, not only to save people, but re to redeem the world. Mm -hmm. And there will come a day, God, where you sound the trumpet and you tear heaven open and you bring all your children home. And when we get face-to-face -face with you, none of us will walk with a swagger or a limp. And Lord, we look forward to those days when you wipe away every tear and we are seated at your banqueting table. God, in the meantime, we thank you so much for this partnership with Biddy and Bose. Lord, we pray for every single employee, God, that they would understand their worth and their value. God, we pray for every single customer that walks through those doors that they would experience you. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, <laughs> and of the Holy Spirit, amen. That's what I amen. forgot at the end. You nailed it. <laughs>